from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Today we begin going on to the second part of uh, chapter 2 in the book of Haggai. And we're going to look at Haggai's word of warranted correction. And uh, we're beginning in 10 th- verses 10 through 14, we're going to see the polluted priests. In verses 15 through 17, we'll look at the polluted people. And that will probably finish us up this week uh, before we begin next week and look at uh, the powerful promise in verses 18 and 19 here. And so uh, we'll just pick up here today in verses 10 through 14 and see how far we get as the Lord leads us. And beginning, uh, let me read verses 10 through 14, these five verses for you. In the four and twentieth day of the ninth month in the second year of Darius, of course that's Darius the Mede, came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Ask now the priest concerning the law, saying, If one bear holy flesh in the skirt of his garment, and with his skirt do touch bread or pottage or wine or oil or any meat, shall it be holy? And the priest answered and said, No. Then said Haggai, If one that is unclean by a dead body touch any uh, of these, shall it be unclean? And the priest answered and said, It shall be unclean. Then answered Haggai and said, So is this people, and so is this nation before me, saith the Lord. And so is every work of their hands, and that which they offer there is unclean. Now, I know they're talking about some things here that you and I are not familiar with because we don't live under the days of the Levite law and and the sacrifices, but it refers back to the Levitical law given in Leviticus chapter 8, chapter 21, and chapter 22. And the priests were polluted, and so also was the nation. Even though they had come out of Babylonian captivity and returning from their judgment, they were polluted. And a holy garment touching bread and pottage and wine, oil, or meat did not make those things clean. However, if the priest and his garments were unclean, it would certainly make whatever they touched unclean as well. See, if they had been in touch with unclean things in Babylon, they had been without the temple and polluted without sacrifice. Yet God's acceptance of his people is not based on geography, because God accepted Ezekiel and Daniel and Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah, the three Hebrew boys. It was conditional upon their state of holiness before him. Jehovah was looking on their heart just as he always done. God was, these people were not polluted because they had been in Babylon is what God was saying. Just because you were in captivity, that's not what made you polluted. What made you polluted was that you didn't, and you weren't polluted because you were not near the temple. You were not polluted because you were not near the sacrifice and you were without sacrifice. You were polluted because again, as we talked about yesterday, because of your sin. See, God was looking on their heart. And let me tell you something. And I understand these are the people that did not stay in Babylon. And many did. These are the people that came home and they did lay the foundation and they did want to. But you know what? They got backslidden. They laid the foundation, then they let it sit. They got backslid on God. You know what I know about people? Everyone, sooner or later, gets backslidden on God. If you're less than you you were, you're backslid. Okay? If you're less than you were at any time in your life uh, for the Lord, then you, you, you've gone, or if you have, if you've gone back and living in the way of sin, and we are shown that sin is contagious, but holiness is not. Did you know holiness is not contagious? It's not popular. Good night, God's people don't want to hear about it. It's not an infectious disease, but sin sure is. 
See, as long as the Lord's house remains incomplete and service and worship are half-hearted, everything that these people is doing is unclean. Remember, they let the temple sit. They're letting it go to seed. And God was that's what God was telling them. As long as you put yourself before me, as long as your service, your worship are half-hearted, the temple's unclean, you're unclean. And an unclean person makes everything and everyone they touch unclean. When one member of the household gets sick, all those who come in contact usually get sick. The healthy do not make the ill better. The ill pass their disease on to the healthy. Good apples don't make bad apples good. Bad apples make good apples bad. People are much more affected by evil than they are by good. Good enamors many, but rarely draws them to goodness. People love it. They respect it. They reverence it. But they don't always practice it. Multitudes thronged the master, the Lord Jesus, during his earthly ministry. A massive multitude crucified him. They were more readily turned into a maddened mob of murderers than they were good servants for the Savior. In fact, after the upper room, they only found 120 people. Now look. The, the common th the, there are things that unholy men pollute. They, they pollute common things. Nothing is common or unclean naturally, for every creature of God is good, 1 Timothy 4.4. 4. They are made unclean. We take something good, we make an idol of it, we make it unclean by excess. It becomes unclean if we are ungrateful for the good God has given us. Let me, say, let me just... Uh, uh, we make uh, it, when when we take a stone and carve a statue and worship that statue. We took God's natural creation, a stone, and made an idol out of it. That makes the stone that was not wrong in and of itself, but we make it unclean. Uh, there are things that we make unclean by excess. Did you know that you can drink our, too much water? Our bodies are made up. I, I forget what the percentage of our bodies is, is that's moisture and water. And certainly, if you de dehydration is a danger. If you get sick or you're in the desert or whatever. But as much as our body is made up of water, did you know you can get too much water and become sick by too much water? Anything in excess. You know, I don't think there's, I don't have any trouble drinking a soda pop. But if you drink six a day or you drink, you know, you drink 20 ounces a day, you've gone to excess. Sometimes there are things that we have. There's nothing wrong with my house. But if I'm not grateful to my home that God has given me, then I'm in sin. We make things unclean. I live in an unclean house by not being thankful for the Lord's position. Sometimes we make holy things clean. It's amazing to me the number of unclean men that take a Bible and pervert it. They take something holy, preach it any way they want, uh, defile the gospel, add to, take away. Prayer and praise become performance and not true petition and worship before the Lord. Spirit and truth is opposed uh, that, that instead of worshiping in spirit and truth, they're worshiping in the flesh. Good works that are done to be seen of men are unclean. Uh, they carry a false humility, uh, which is the greatest pride. They make themselves righteous to be, to be judge of all. Sacrifices become un unclean. They, their public thanksgivings, their lies are not thankful. They're just doing it because they're supposed to. They pretended to fast while secretly they were gluttons. Uh, they with, uh, sometimes people uh, withhold part of the price like Ananias and Sapphira. See, we, we take, we are unholy people and we take everything that's good of God and we make it unclean. Uh, there was an Irish clergyman at a shabby school in Ireland, his homeland, and he was once asked, what is holiness? And a poor convert covered in dirty rags tattered rags stood and said please your reverence it's to be clean inside that's what god was trying to say here that's what jesus said in matthew 23 he said first make clean the outside of the cup 
He said, you wash the, out, the, or the inside of the cup. He said, you wash the outside, make clean the inside. God wants us to be clean from the inside out. And these people had an outward form, but they were unholy and they were defiling everything they came in. You gotta be right from the inside out. Look, by the way, you have a responsibility. You better remember something. If you're unclean, if you're unholy, if you're in sin, everything and everyone you touch, you remove God's umbrella protection on your marriage, your children, your home, you're defiling your church. We need to keep short accounts with God. That's what I was taught from a boy. Keep sin out of your life. Be obedient. Walk holy with God. The best way to be holy is to give yourself holy unto the Lord. I hope that helps you. I hope you see how easy it is for us to become unclean and everything that we touch to make it unclean. But we serve a holy God who tells us to be holy as he is holy and demands that of us. And that if we will give ourselves holy to him and obedience to him, we can be clean from the inside out, be a holy people. No longer a in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archived broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor love.